Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in we're in Matthew 5 and it's the Sermon on the Mount. What I want to do during this time leading up to Easter is basically listen to and read a number of Jesus's sermons. Some of them will be you know leading up directly to to his uh his death and others will just be you know like this a sermon on the mount early into his his preaching but i thought it was very good for me to start reading some of this and i'm not going to read the entire chapter today we're going to go through the beatitudes and then i'll read a little bit about from um charles spurgeon and also get some of aw tozer's thoughts on it but likely this will be a little bit of a shorter version when we go through um, when we go through these. So with that, let's go ahead and go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today and thank you for your word and thank you for this time when we remember your sacrifice, how you loved us so much that you came down, you humbled yourself, and you became a man. Even though you, you created us in your image, man is so much below you below the angels, below everything. And so, Father, I just thank you. I thank you for this time. I pray as we read that you would be the one that talks to us, that it wouldn't be anything from me, it wouldn't be my thoughts and my goals, but this would strictly be you and that you'd open our hearts and our minds so we could understand you more fully, so that we could understand loving you more completely. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's go ahead and jump on in to verse 1, chapter 5 of Matthew. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of the righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So I remember when I was younger in my Christian walk, I used to sit there and try to do this. I, th- I took it as a requirement that it was going to be something that I had to be poor in spirit. I had to mourn and be meek. I had to do all these things in order to demonstrate that I was a child of God. And thankfully, someone once told me, much like Charles Spurgeon writes, where Spurgeon says, do not fall into the mistake of supposing that the opening verses of the Sermon on the Mount set forth how we are to be saved 
or you may cause your soul to stumble. You see, these aren't the the things that I have to do in order to be saved. They aren't even necessarily the fruits that I have to demonstrate and show in order to be saved. What they really are is they're just attitudes that if you are struggling, if you are poor in spirit, if you are meek, there are elements here where it's like, my goodness, it's critical. You see, it's also interesting how Jesus starts out his message. He starts out his message talking about the poor. There's never been anyone who talked and was more passionate about the poor, especially in those days. They did not, they didn't care about the poor. The poor were, it was basically, you were poor because God had something against you, therefore you deserved it. Spurgeon goes on to write, the occasion of this sermon is noteworthy. It was delivered when our Lord is described as seeing the multitudes. He waited until the congregation around him had reached its largest size and was most impressed with his miracles. And then he took that tide, the tide as it floods, as every wise man should. The sight of a vast concourse of people ought always to move us to pity, for it represents a mass of ignorance, sorrow, sin, and necessity far too great for us to estimate. The Savior looked upon with omniscient eyes, which saw all all their sad condition. He saw the multitudes in an emphatic sense, and his soul was stirred within him at the sight. You see, we... I pray to see people as God sees them, to love God as he loves them because he sees them so much differently than I do. He sees their hurts, their anxieties, their issues. I just see my selfish ways of seeing people. A.W. Tozer chose to focus on verse 5. There's a lot in here from Tozer in general regarding the Sermon on the Mount. But here we'll look at verse 5 where it says, Blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth as was often so as was often so with Jesus he used the word meek in a brief crisp sentence and not till some time later did he go on to explain it in the same book of Matthew he tells us more about it and applies it to our lives he says come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Here we have two things standing in contrast to each other, a burden and a rest. The burden is not a local one, peculiar to those first first hearers, but one which is borne by the whole human race. It consists not of political oppression or poverty or hard work. It is far deeper than that. It is felt by the rich as well as the poor, for it is something from which wealth and idleness can never deliver us. The burden borne by mankind is a heavy and crushing thing. The word Jesus used means a load carried or toil borne to the point of exhaustion. Rest is simply release from that burden. It is not something we do. It is what comes to us when we cease to do. His own meekness That is the rest. 
we can't find rest without God, without Jesus. We can't, I can't be meek without him. I can't carry my burden successfully without destroying myself. I can't do it without him. That's the point I believe of Jesus coming to earth is to rescue us from our sin and our shortcomings to make us whole as we were supposed to be before Adam sinned and started the whole ball rolling down the hill. So with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Father, thank you. Thank you for taking my burdens. Thank you for giving me true rest. And I just pray, Lord, that as I strive, that I would understand what I should strive and how I should strive, how I should seek you and not this other stuff, that my heart and my spirit would be unburdened and I could rest in you. I thank you for this time of year in which we focus on your sacrifice and your victory and the what it means for us. Come, Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.